Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self Carve, a podcast all about self love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they will be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there is nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. super excited to be on here because I do want to talk about something that I kind of created out of nowhere like that's that's my vibe that's how I do things when things come to me when I channel new information when I channel new visions or when I just feel that this is what's needed in the world today I just create something so I I want to give you a little bit of context first because there is a reason why this came about and for some reason, I'm not able to see comments right now. It does it sometimes. I have no clue why. So if you're here, please type something so I can see your comments. So if, if you don't know anything about me or my story, like my story is literally that I used to basically hate myself. I would speak negatively to myself. I had very, very low self-esteem. I would constantly compare myself to other people. And I, I would always bash myself. I used to play basketball and I would be really, really mean to myself if I didn't have the most perfect game. So I always struggled with my relationship with myself. So that was one part. And because of that, I was constantly seeking outside validation. I always wanted other people to approve of me. I always wanted other people to validate me. So I would always like go into the next thing, right? So I'm playing basketball. I'm getting all these good grades. What can I do next? Like where... Where can, I, where can I get the attention and the validation from? So I was constantly like in this chase mode, right? Like some people chase money. I was chasing this validation. So whether it's, it was from adults or if it was from like some guy that I was talking to, but there was this like, it was this endless search and it, it started getting really frustrating, but it was rooted in my inability to see my worth because I didn't love myself. And so then another thing that I really, really struggled with was that every time someone would say or do something that it didn't feel good to me, that bothered me, I would get really triggered. And the problem wasn't the trigger, the problem was what that did to me, like how I responded, how I reacted to that trigger. And it, it, wouldn't, it never ended well. Like I was never able to control my emotions. I had zero emotional intelligence it was pretty bad it was pretty rough but i just thought that was normal hi adira so excited you're here so like that was like that's what it was looking like i didn't love myself over here i was constantly seeking validation from other people from other especially men because i didn't have the best relation with my dad so that was like what i really really wanted which also led me to like starting at a young age when i started dating <laughs> in the younger uh, range and it doesn't matter how old I was, but I would usually talk to and date older men. And 
I never understood that until obviously I got into this work. So it makes sense today, of course. And then the last piece was that I was constantly getting triggered when people did or said something that would remind me of my sense of low self-esteem, like, or that would trigger that, that, re that would remind me of, or that would make me think that I'm not good enough. So there was always like this constant constant need of the outside world needing to perform in order for me to feel good. If you don't do your part, if you say something or if you do something that I don't like, you're going to feel the rage. Like you're going to know about it. And I may even twist it and I may manipulate you. I may turn into like this control freak, but you'll know about it when you do something or you say something that I don't like. So it was kind of like this, but because I never felt comfortable controlling anyone, what would happen would, was that none of my relationships would last very long. So I would get very intimate with someone, but as soon as that person started triggering me, I would walk away. And I always had this wall up. I wouldn't allow anybody to see the true me. And I would carry, carry that wall with me everywhere I went. And I would always have a mask on, but there were, there were different masks. Sometimes it was this like mysterious mask. Sometimes it was this I don't care mask. Sometimes it was everything is good mask. So I had different masks that I would switch on and off, which had nothing to do with how I truly, truly felt about myself. So I was never, never really expressing who I was. And it was really challenging for me because I had no clue. I had no clue about anything that had to do with healing. I had no clue about self-love. I didn't know any of that. All I knew was that I was in a lot of freaking pain and I was living my life like that all the time. And for me, for me, it was a constant for me to get strep throat every year. For me, it was a constant to have headaches every month. For me, it was a constant to always get some type of cold. For me, it was a constant to always have like lower back pain. Like I had so many aches, I had so many pains, not only emotionally, but also physically that I didn't understand back then were manifested because of trauma and because of the way I felt about myself. So eventually I got to the point where, <laughs> and all of us, we get to different points when we decide it's time for a, cha for a change in our lives. But I got to the point where I was just tired of being in freaking pain. And, and when I say pain, it was all the pain because it basically turned into suffering. Like I had times where I felt that I've never, true, I never tried to, I never tried to commit suicide. I never tried to kill myself, but I did have moments where I was like, oh, after crying for like hours and just feeling, feeling like it's not worth it. Not admitting to myself that I was depressed, not admitting to myself that I had anxiety, not admitting to myself that I was like a perfectionist. And I just got to the point where I was like, I don't see the point. So like that pain literally drove me into feeling that I have to do something about my life. And that was like the turning point for me. <laughs> How long ago was that? Let me think. I would say I'm 29 now. So it was, it was about five, six years ago or longer, at least six, six years ago that I truly, truly, before then I had always been a nerd. I was always studying and learning something. But at this point, it made me shift in a completely different way because it was no longer about just learning things and making sure that 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm intelligent. I have my intellect is working and my memory is fine. It's more like, okay, so how can I adapt this on a deeper level? Like, how can I learn something about life that I can implement and integrate that can actually make me feel better about myself? And back then, I didn't know this, but intelligence is not you memorizing things. It's not you memorizing things. Like, true intelligence is you, like, truly, truly understanding the magic of this universe and how it applies to you. You being in complete stillness and silence when it's the most needed, that's intelligence. So I, I embarked on this journey and the first book that I ever read that had anything to do with personal development was by Steve Pavlina and I remember because it was the first actual book and it was called Personal Development for Smart People. I read that book and it was like a whole new world opened up for me. I was like, ha, ah, maybe I don't have to feel this way anymore. Maybe I can get out of this pain. Maybe I can do something with myself that is not just about my rewards, my degrees, my performance, because that was always at the top. And this is why I say the most traumatized person, people are usually the most successful because we use our pain, we use our sorrow, we use our, we use our trauma as a driving force thinking that when we create something or when we become someone that will feel better about ourselves but if you operating from a place of lack even if you get somewhere you're still gonna bring how you felt about yourself back then how you feel about yourself right now to put it more clearly into that whatever it is that you're doing so it's so important to transform how we feel about ourselves right now like people think like oh, i have no clue what's gonna happen in the future but you do you do when you're living your life based on the past and you do know when you're focusing on things that you don't desire like your point of attention is what's going to create your future so for us to really transform how we feel about ourselves we got to transform the present moment how we feel about ourselves right now how we view ourselves right now how we speak to ourselves right now the type of beliefs that we carry right now how we interact with others right now the way we validate or don't validate ourselves right now the boundaries we have right now how we take care of our body right now like it all has to happen right now in order for us to get some type of future that that is different from a predictable future because this right now is the only thing we're not we don't know what's going to happen right now but because we're traumatized because we're trapped in the past we we get into this like control zone we try to control everything and the more we try to, to control try to control it the more we create a future that we don't want and the scariest thing for most women is to let go of that control, to completely surrender to the process, to start peeling off those layers, to start looking at yourself like from outside of the onion instead of being like trapped in the onion and look, okay, what's underneath here? What's underneath this layer? What's underneath that layer? Huh? And instead of looking at it as you actually being the layer, I mean, the onion with the layers, which you also are, you look at it from an outside perspective. You observe it. Instead of being like, oh, I hate that I still have this to work through. This is too much. I can't deal with it. Oh, I'm so damaged. I don't know if I can do this, right? So we start shifting our perspective right now 
And that's what I started doing. Reading that book started opening up a lot of new things for me. So I don't know what it's been for you or what it will be for you if you're not there yet. We're all at different stages. Or, you know, what was that main thing that kicked off your journey? But it's usually something that happens in our lives or a state that we're in too long and we're like, I don't want to suffer anymore. Then, because we put that out, we're like, I'm ready for something else. I'm ready for, for change. God, the universe, like, sends something our way to help us on that path because we are where we surrender we're like i don't know what to do anymore and then a lot of new doors start opening up right so let me know where you are in this journey like are you just starting your self-love journey have you been doing it for a while like are you really really advanced or were you advancing for a while and you're like i feel like i'm backtracking so let me know like where you are on this journey I can so relate to this. That's deep breath, that, that deep breath and feeling empty and not sure what to do. I remember after taking a few of your, a few of yours, a few courses that I took. Yes, yes, for sure. I had a moment like this. I remember telling myself, Yadira, talk to yourself and rise. And I began to tell myself, Yadira, you love, you love yourself and you're the only one who can pick yourself up. It's okay, I'm here with you. Talking to myself helped me a lot absolutely and that, i would say that was one of the most like the harmful things that i was doing to myself was my self-talk but we've got to understand that our self-talk is only like the result the way we speak to ourselves is based on how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about ourselves has been a result of the beliefs that we consciously or subconsciously accepted and based on what those beliefs are, is gonna determine how we feel about ourselves and then that determines how we speak to ourselves and then that determines the type of energy we have and how we feel about ourselves determines what kind of actions we take, right? So there's this whole, there's this whole big picture. How do you know that how do you know that you're moving forward in your deepest pain? I'm facing it and I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable with myself, which makes me cry deeply. But I feel that I'm taking the right approach by facing it and allowing myself to be vulnerable and not fearful. Yes, you do, absolutely. And that's what we were talking about in uh, Healing Academy, right? That you took, it's, it's, you know that you're moving forward and that you're making progress when you're allowing, when you're surrendering, when you're feeling, when you're accepting. And it feels in those times like we're backtracking because we're like, well, last week I felt amazing and now I don't, I don't feel so good anymore. I'm crying and this should go away because I've made so much progress in the past and we're allowing our intellect to take over. And it's never about that. If you're now for the first time, like really allowing yourself to feel and it's getting really painful, like that in itself is showing you that you're on the right path because in the past you didn't do that. And so I always like to talk about like the residue of trauma. There is a lot of stuff that is still left from the past that you didn't work through then. So now when you're opening yourself up to start feeling again, all that stuff is gonna come to the surface. And you're like, oh, I'm more mad damaged than I thought. I thought I had made progress. You did make progress. This is why you have to face all of this now. It's not gonna come when you want it to come. It's not gonna come in bits and pieces like you picture, like you want it to. It's gonna come how it comes, when it comes, when it wants to come. And it's your job as a woman to carry that, to embrace that, and to carry yourself through that process. You, you're talking to me, I swear you always in my diary, I love you. 
Chantel, I'm at a place where I feel as though I have outgrown practically everyone and everything around me. As it's whoever I speak to, I am the energy producer and I'm the space holder. I feel like no one close to me is making me feel uncomfortable to grow. Okay, so that's huge. First of all, like congratulate yourself for that, for like noticing that you're outgrowing people. That's never a bad thing. But what we have to understand, the reason that why that happens is because when we change the way we feel about ourselves, when we change the way we treat ourselves, when we start surrendering to the process, we literally raise our vibration. We start operating at a different frequency. And those people that were in your life before, like they no longer match that frequency, so they fall off, right? So now it's your job to stay in that and continue to build on that and to trust that eventually you're gonna attract your crowd. You're going to attract your tribe. You're going to attract people into your life that are like vibing <laughs> on the same frequency as you, right? But the ch most challenging part, especially for my clients, is always like, it gets lonely. <laughs> what do I do? Like, I don't have anybody in my life. Like, is this the right thing to do? I love how it feels, but this is where you have to trust. Like, you got to stay on this path and you know, you can do different things. Like you can go out and mingle, you can join Facebook groups and like you eventually, you will attract your crowd. You will attract your tribe. Yeah, that's me right there. Awesome. So, so that's, that's part, a little bit about my story. I've decided to talk more about my life because I, I think I talk about my life, but I run my mouth so much that I have no clue how much I really do talk about my life. So that's a, a, a piece of it. It's a piece of it because it's easy for me to be really present because this is what I practice every day. You're so welcome. It's my pleasure. It's easy for me to just be here and talk about my life right here. But I know I have to bring, like I have to bring it to you, like what was going on in the past? What was going on in the past? And then how did I transform from there? So those were the three pieces that I really, really struggled with. And those are the three things that have really been expressed to me lately by women. I don't even know how to start my self-love journey. Or I thought I was loving myself, but I'm struggling. I'm in a lot of pain. I don't appreciate myself. I don't validate myself. Like I want other people to, to respect my boundaries, but I don't even respect my own. I want to attract an amazing man or amazing woman, but... I feel like there are no good ones out there and you don't understand the power that you hold. Like there is so much power in not only like telling yourself that you're loving yourself, but actually ha having that be a reality for yourself. Like taking a bath, going out to get your nails done. And I know Yadira can <laughs> vouch for this because we talked about this before. Like that's not self-love. That's not self-love. It can be a form of self-care as a result of self-love, of course. But the act in itself is not self-love. And on social media, it's been like, idolized that I love myself if I post a picture of myself in a bikini, which could be a result of self-love. But it's not ever the act itself that is the self-love. The self-love is about this deep, innate relationship that we have with ourselves feeling the transformation within, beyond the senses, feeling the transformation within, beyond of, you know, what we're saying or how we look. Like it's on a deeper level. And then when we do take action from that place, I love myself. I love myself through all the ups and downs. I love myself through all the messy and unsexy and crazy moments. I love myself through all the graceful, the beautiful, and the magical and the sexy times. I love all of me. 
And based on how I'm feeling, I'm gonna make sure I take aligned action based on that. And the more I do that, the more I trust myself, the more magic I start creating in my life and the more it starts having a ripple effect on other people. And they're like, what the heck are you doing? Like in two months, you're like a completely different person and I can see it and I can feel it and I want a part of it. What is it? Like, I wanna know your secret. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. People get it, but you never do it because you want other people to see you. You don't do it because you want a partner. You don't do it because you have to have your kids view you a certain type of way. You don't do it because you have to have that promotion. You don't do it because you have to have that money. You do it because you've realized that you're worth so much more and that this endless search of other people loving you, validating you and not triggering you is not worth it. And even no matter how much you try to control the outside world, other people, it never happens because something new will continue to pop up to show you, hello, you have something else to heal. And I'm gonna keep showing up until you start to heal, until you start loving yourself. Like, and this process continues, continues, continues. So even when we've like done a lot of progress, even like in my life, like I do this every day. I love the crap out of me. I help my clients do the same and I help my clients to create the most magical transformations in their own lives that has a ripple effect on all of their relationships, their entire life shifts because they change their relationship with themselves. Like even me doing this every day, there are things that still pop up for me, right? So this is like a never ending journey. We never stop this process. We gotta continue with this process and that we can make a lot of progress because we tell ourselves that we know what progress looks like because we look at it as like a linear thing. We look at it in ranks. We look at it the way that the world looks at things like in your company, you move up and then you move up and you move up. And as long as you're like behaving or whatever on each level, you can continue to move up. But when it comes to healing, when it comes to self-love, it's not linear. It's cyclic. It's, it's emotional. It's unpredictable. Right? <laughs> so, especially in the beginning. So you're not gonna have, you're not gonna know what progress looks like. Like you having an emotional breakdown tomorrow or like just a very few sad days, like Yadira just expressed where you're crying a lot. That could be you making a lot of progress because you're allowing yourself to feel and the more you feel, the more you're gonna heal. So we gotta get out of our heads. So we gotta get into our heart space. We gotta start connecting to who we are on a deeper level. And we gotta trust the process because even with this, women wanna control the process. So you're like, I'm not gonna control other people anymore, right? I'm not gonna control them. I know they're gonna trigger me. I'm not gonna seek validation. I'm gonna come back into me. I'm gonna do the work. And then as soon as it starts getting a little challenging and a little, a little difficult, you get to the place of, it's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's not right. I'm not making enough progress. What is it? And then you try to control yourself instead. So you're not fully surrendering to the process. And then before you know it, you're turning left and right, back and forward, forth, and you're looking at other women and where they're at, and you're like, I'm not making a lot of progress. And you go back to you know, seeking outside validation. You go back into the comparison state. So 
So these three pieces are super important when it comes to self-love because once you learn how to actually start loving yourself, once you learn how to stop seeking outside validation and you learn how to give yourself the validation, and once you learn the triggers are not bad, but the triggers are just emotional symptoms as a result of trauma that are gonna continue to pop up until you heal what's beneath, you're gonna get to like, and I like to say to the next level self-love, to the next level you. And if that's something that you desire, then I would love for you to join me in my upcoming course that I mentioned in the beginning, because I just went into a whole teaching, but I mentioned in the beginning that I created is called She Power. And the reason why I call it She Power is because our power is in being who we are. Our power resides in our feminine aspect of us, but us balancing it with the masculine really creates a lot of magic. So She Power, is the representation of the woman who loves herself, is the representation of the woman that gives herself the validation that she needs, is the representation of a woman getting triggered, owning it, saying, I just got really triggered by what you did, but I am not going to react to it. I'm going to transcend this trigger. I'm going to turn it into something else. And between the triggers, I'm gonna be working on what it is that is really causing these triggers because I hold the power within. And it takes, it takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of strength, it takes a lot of vulnerability, and it takes the next level of self-awareness and desire to get to that point to want that for yourself. So in She Power, I'm gonna be breaking this down in three trainings. I'm make, I made a mini course. So the first day I'm gonna be talking about how to start loving yourself. The second day I'm gonna be talking about how you can stop seeking outside validation and give it to yourself. And then the third day is gonna be all about triggers. I love talking about triggers because triggers <laughs> have been something that haunted me a majority of my life and they still come up. But the way that I deal with them and the way that I carry myself through them has completely changed. And the things that I have been learning are like out of this world. So I can't wait to, to do this to this course. So you can sign up for the whole training, the whole course actually for $555, or you can choose to sign up for the trainings individually. Like if you wanna do one training or two trainings, then it's $222 per training. So I'm probably gonna post a link down here, or you can also DM me and I'll send you the link. It's happening next week if you're wondering. And each training is gonna be about an hour and a half. Okay. So just yesterday, I was talking to my facial technician about boundaries. She was mentioning about boundaries such as, I won't allow a man to control my decisions. I won't allow a man to make me ask him permission to go out, etc. I won't allow him to call me out my name, etc. I heard all of that and I thought, what about the boundaries within how you desire to feel? What about the boundary of how much you're willing to go through a repeated negative act in a relationship. For example, you're talking to your partner and he, she walks away from you constantly. So the question in the conversation was, do we even ever create boundaries around how we're willing and able to feel and experience? Not sure how to even word this, but it made me think of it when you discussed boundaries. I respect then ever. I respect more than ever my emotional and mental health. That is beautiful. Yeah, so this is something that I talk about a lot, like, and I'm going to be going into that even more in the course, but 
<laughs> the world the world is teaching us to and especially because we've been going through such a like rough time as women where like the power is shift like in the past like women were in charge a lot of people don't even know that like there's a reason why men in the past like egyptian kings and even like men in the courthouse they wore those like big wigs because like being a woman was a sign of power she power like it's powerful to be a freaking woman but with patriarchy and all these changes like women were suppressed like we didn't have rights and all these things so it's been a lot of generational stuff but with that being said now when women try to rise oftentimes we we want to rise in a toxic way in an unhealthy way in a competitive way turning against men turning against each other and that's not healthy and oftentimes with boundaries my husband doesn't even like that word i like it because it helps me really ex like put a category under like put a category on what i'm actually talking about but when it comes to boundaries it's always like it's always been so outward focused i need you to do this he did this oh my gosh he or she is such a horrible person oh my god you crossed my boundaries that this is not acceptable you have to stop and this like boundary talk has been so much about the other person right you have to respect my boundaries like it is always so much like about it's kind of like this fear or like this obsession with making sure that everybody else is adhering to your boundaries but the way that i teach boundaries is completely different just like Adira mentioned and we talked a lot about this in my courses is that this comes from within like when you have firm boundaries with yourself so okay so examples are the best a boundary example so boundaries in all areas of our lives for ourselves so i had a situation a situation i had a prospect reach out to me and she said hey uh i've been following you for a while and i would love to work with you privately how much do you charge and do you work on weekends and for those who don't know first of all yes i do private coaching with women but for those who don't know uh <laughs> i forgot what i was gonna say i oh yeah for those who don't know my passion and my excitement around coaching women privately is like beyond this world like i love it so much so every time someone reaches out to me and they say they want to hire me as their private coach especially when they come out of nowhere like i just found you i want to hire you like that's a lot of fun to me so the lady said <laughs> the lady said so are uh, are you working on weekends and i had a situation with you too yadira right remember you asked me if we could uh coach on a saturday and I thought to myself, she's probably asking me because she can't do weekdays. And I, I almost wrote her, I don't work weekends, but if there's a day or two that you can't do a weekend, a weekday, we'll figure it out. And just when I was about to type it, I didn't even type it up. I caught myself. And this, this, in this moment, it didn't come from a place of lack or a need like I didn't need her to be my client I didn't feel like I wasn't good enough and I had to figure out all these ways so she would work with me it didn't come from there it came from an excitement so even if I would have said that from that excitement and I really would have owned it it would have been fine but the thing is I knew it was excitement and a desire but I knew that once this would happen I would I would not be happy with it because I love not working on the weekends that's that's what i don't do if i go live and do my little content that's not work to me that's play i'm not talking about actual work yeah yeah so 
I caught myself and I corrected it and I wrote, you know, this is my price and I, I don't work on weekends, I work on weekdays. And I realized I told myself afterwards, how can I even tell myself that there is no way she can do weekdays when all of us have the exact same amount of time? And if you do want to invest in a coach, if you want to invest in yourself, if you want the high level of support, you're going to make it work no matter what. Like women that take my programs too, even women that show up for my free masterclasses, like if you really want to come, you're going to come. So that's an example of me respecting my boundary, which I had said before that I am not going to work on weekends. I'm not going to ever get to the place of desperation where just because someone wants to work with me, just because someone wants to pay me, that I'm going to change that. What happens is, what happens is oftentimes is that we do it anyway. So I'm like, I, I want to work with her. This is good. This is money. I'm going to tell her I can do weekends. And then once we start working together, I start resenting her. I start resenting her. And then I start getting clients more and more that ask for the same thing. And I put myself in a negative spiral of doing what I don't want to do. And I blame the other person. Makes sense? So that's, that's an example. I know we're going like further than I'm meant to go in this live, but it's fine. So that's an example. And this can happen in our relationships, in our work relationships with our children, with our partner, with our spouse. So this is just a, a business situation. So see, it's not necessarily for me, necessary for me to say, Everybody who writes me, who inboxes me, have to know this. I gotta make sure I make these posts where I say, I don't work weekends. Don't even try to ask me about working with me on the weekends. Like, I don't have to do all of that. Like, that's not a very uplifting energy. I just gotta align with it myself. And then if it ever comes up, if it ever comes up, I just handle it then. <laughs> that's a lot of awareness, thank you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Like I said, she power is about learning to love yourself, learning to start looking for validation from within and learning how to actually transform and transcend your triggers so they are not lo no longer in control of you. If you wanna sign up, true. If you wanna sign up, send me a message. I'll be so happy to have you. We start next Tuesday. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye.